Hello, good evening, and welcome to your Daily Dose of Chiz. That's me. That's me. Hi, good to see everybody. Glad to see you. Today, we have on our guest for Today I Learned, we have Sir Mooseword, our local and favorite musician, as I would say, on the Cheesecake Factory channel. But <laughs> but we're not talking about music today. Today, we are going to be talking about Dota. Thank you so much for coming in and being with us today, Moose. Yeah, no problem. So uh, I usually like to start this off with uh, you give, giving us um, the opportunity to kind of like introduce yourself, uh, talk to us about, you know, why do you think that I chose you as someone that would be uh, uh, a an authority on Dota? Uh, well, uh, my name's Sir Mooseword, um, as the lovely lady said. Um, I have uh, 3,000 plus hours in Dota 2, which is really sad. Um, I do casting in Dota 2, as well as what, well, we'll probably get to the explaining of the casting thing. Um, I also uh, just, I, I play a couple other MOBAs, but this is the one that I've always stuck with, and yeah. So. Okay. Uh so I know that this was kind of Dota was supposed to be like the original MOBA if I'm correct. Uh I I was always a League Smite um and more recently Heroes player, so I never touched Dota. So what what's what is Dota? I mean, I know it means Defense of the Ancients. That's it. So so originally <laughs> um and there's there's some documentaries and some explanation of the whole obviously when you think of MOBAs, it's usually League, um, mm -hmm. but also Dota is also there. Um, so what happened was, uh, a long time ago, uh, the creator of League and the creator of Dota were working on the same game. And they were actually working on Dota, mm -hmm. which was a mod for Warcraft. And it was really fun. And it started taking off. Obviously, it was just a mod. So, you know. Right. Who knows where that was going to go. Right. Uh, but um, it kind of turned into this own thing. And then eventually the co-creator, uh, I forget what his name is. I think mm -hmm. it's, is it Freak? I can't remember. Mm -hmm. um, he left uh, in order to make his own game because they had differences. But then he took his own ideas and brought it into the league. And then, so there's some, there's some parallel... Uh, things going on with league and dota mm -hmm. that you might recognize some characters might be similar there's similar ideas mm -hmm. um but for the most part they're like completely different games in terms of gameplay so fair okay so uh going on that vein actually so like i said i was a league player um so what are some major differences that you would say between uh league and dota basically you're trying to explain this to me like i'm five like the threat, you know, like the subreddit. <laughs> so basically, uh, Dota is League with a bigger map. Okay. And more focus on team play. Okay. So one of the things about League is when somebody's balling out and somebody's really good or somebody's just killing everybody, uh -huh. it's usually focused on that one person doing a ton of damage to another person. Well, with Dota, there's a lot of items. And there's a lot of abilities that can work with each other. Mm -hmm. So, and your abilities can even screw up your team. 
which is always funny to me. Um, that's one of those things that I love about Dota is because you never know what's going to happen. Right. Um, one of the things that I realized when I was, I used to play League. I actually started playing League first. Okay. And uh, one of the things was like, back in the early days of League, being a support was the most boring thing on the planet. Uh, because they didn't have too many mechanics with support characters and whatever. Mm -hmm. Um. No, 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 don't whatever. We want, we well, want no, details. No. It's kind of, it's kind of like with Dota, you're doing a lot for your team. Like there's a lot of communication mm -hmm. and I feel like it's also a harder game to get into just because there's so many different mechanics that they add on from League. League is a very, and don't get me wrong, League is a great game, mm -hmm. but I feel like at a certain point, there's a, there's a skill ceiling that you can reach that, you know, you can't pass. Right. Um, but for Dota, it's like, you're always learning something different. Okay. Um, and that's mainly why I have 3000 hours. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I would yeah. assume the variety re creates that replayability, right? So. Yeah. And I, and I feel like there's a, there's also something that's that's interesting. They just released a new patch, uh, seven point two two, for Dota recently, uh -huh. um, which they usually release after. So they have majors, and then they have the international. The international is obviously the big grand finale kind of thing, right? Um, but after majors, usually there's a really big update that changes the whole game. Mm -hmm. So they'll change the map around, they'll change how items work, right? They'll change different abilities. So the reason I keep coming back to this game is it always feels fresh because, you know, even if I don't touch the game for like a month, which hasn't happened, I don't think in a while, <laughs> um, it hasn't happened since I had my terrible laptop to play this game on. Mm -hmm. um, but I can always come back to it and be like, oh, that's new. Or, right. you know, and that's, and that's, I think, one of the things that I appreciate about Dota is that it's, you know, it's always got something different going on. Right. So. So, uh, I guess on that, what's, um, what is the difference between being like a player and a caster? I mean, I would assume that being a caster requires now not only for you to know all of the knowledge, but then to be able to predict, I mean, you know, what, what does that entail? So I guess with casting, you can, um, I guess casting for league and for Dota is kind of similar right. in a way. Obviously you're going to have different information based on characters and all that stuff, mm -hmm. but so casting is more having a knowledge for how the game works. And I feel like I'm better at that. Um, I've been, like I said, I've been playing Dota for like 3000 hours. And one of the things is mechanically, mm -hmm. like, so there's mechanical skill and then there's like game sense kind of skill. Okay. And game sense is more the theoretical, like, what should you do in this situation? What should, what items should you build? What, you know, right. It's that sort of thing. And then mechanical skill is obviously how fast your fingers work in order to make all those work together. Right. So well, you're saying we have to have fast fingers, eh? Ah. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry. I'm about to make it suggestive already. Um, <laughs> but mechanically, I'm a lot worse than I am with game sense. Okay. Um, usually. Some days I'm like, eh, whatever, you know, it's, mm -hmm. I, I won't, I, I won't be paying attention. Sometimes I'm looking at my phone because, you know, oh. who cares if it's, if it's not ranked. Um, <laughs> is that how it is? Is that, is that like quick play? Just kind of who cares? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the times 
when when I'm playing, I just mess around anyway mm-hmm. and try something new, and that's it's always fun to do that. Um, but yeah, casting is so much more the game sense aspect of it. It's all about one figuring out what characters counter what other characters, um, what items people might go in a certain situation. Okay, uh, you know, and then the other thing is. For amateur casters, it's controlling the camera and going around the map and making sure you get every kill, you cast it, you make sure, you know. So I feel like in some ways it's a little bit more complicated even than playing because you're trying to predict the movements of other people that are on, you know, the other side of the world or whatever. Right, Um, right. And so it's a very... It can be very hectic, and but it's it's really fun to do just because I, I like the... I like to talk and I like to, you know, talk about the game because I babble on a lot, as you probably already have been able to tell. Oh, goodness. No, we love hearing you. I was just telling <laughs> I was just telling you how much I love your voice, especially. So, guys, Moose is also a musician. Don't let him don't let him play humble. He's also a musician. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> but but um, I think that your voice would be is great for casting. That's why yeah. I, I think that, you know, you should embrace the fact that I say you have such a nice voice. So ramble, baby, ramble. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I appreciate that. Um, you know, I honestly, there's some days where I'm, I'm, I'm playing Dota and I'll realize I start casting the game that I'm actually playing mm-hmm. just because it just it just comes out. It's <laughs> it's one of those things where I'm just like, you know, I'll just be like. Oh, he he built this item or whatever, and I'll actually be talking. And um, I think lately I've gotten a little bit more um, open about being a little bit more uh, rambunctious mm-hmm. or eccentric. Good. Um, because that's one of those things. Like, if you're going to be casting a game, you kind of have to have a personality. Mm-hmm. If you play the game, like if you're a professional, half of them don't have a personality. <laughs> to be honest with you, like. Hearing them in interviews, some of them are the most awkward human, and that's because they play a game for a living. You know, right. they're they're spending eight hours a day honing their skills, getting better at a video game. The only people they're talking to is their teammates for a job, right? And you know, it's, so it's one of those things. Like, but when you're a caster, you have to be so much more energetic, mm-hmm. um, and that's why there's, you know, there's these amazing um, casters, Od Pixel, uh, Red Eye. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all these famous personalities and we actually got <laughs> fun story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played a Dota game with uh, one of those personalities that has been at the, that has been on Twitch that has uh, been a, uh, at all the events at TI and all that stuff that actually like talks to the camera and, you know, so we got to play a game with him recently and he's the funniest dude. His name is Sir Action Slacks and uh, okay. he's absolutely hysterical. Um, that's a hell of a name. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's a he's a very flamboyant kind of uh silly guy and that's why he's the Dota personality. He's like one of the famous Dota personalities. He's not incredibly good at the game, like he's not a professional at all. Um which explains why he was playing with us. Oh goodness. But <laughs> no, it's true cuz he's like he's probably just below like what might be considered almost professional. Mm-hmm. So he's like the best out of the scrubs basically that's that's his ranking um but yeah no it's he's he was very uh you know flamboyant and eccentric in the right in the chat which was nice we didn't expect to play with him because we were like that can't be him 
but lo and behold yeah i wish i was streaming at that point or something but because i played really well too which was crazy but yeah dota is it's just one of those games that you get hooked on and there's so many reasons why you can get hooked on it and uh yeah Okay, so uh, I guess uh, another question. So I know that like with League and stuff, they had the difference between what was like Riot Points and um, what was it? Riot Points and then some Initiative Points or something like that. Um, And so is this another one of those pay-to-win kind of games where you can just dump a bunch of money and then just destroy Wreckface? Even even in League, uh, having high riot points and having a high ip is it's not necessarily like pay to win it's pay to look cool (laughs) and uh and dota does a really good job of kind of balancing that sort of thing so one of the things we have right now is the battle pass that Mm -hmm. came out uh, which always comes out before ti and it has a bunch of stuff that you can just earn over time okay and those things are uh you get battle points and then there's also shards, which comes with Dota Plus. And Dota Plus is like a um, a pay-to-learn kind of thing. Okay. Um, some people might consider it pay-to-win. In certain circumstances, it might be. Um, but it's one of those things where it's just it, – it teaches you how to play the game and stuff like that. But you can also get – do challenges, get shards, and then buy items and stuff. Okay. Um, with those. Or you can just use how Steam has – you know, you could just – go to the Steam marketplace and buy whatever. Um just because Steam has the whole shebang built in. Okay. Um so right now the battle pass is out and it has a bunch of cool items. It has and that's one of the things that I, I like about Dota is because you can mix and match stuff. There's stuff that come out specifically for one character that might not be available ever again mm-hmm. that are special. Uh some of these items are worth like hundreds of dollars. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Okay, actually, actually hundreds of dollars, not like... So so there's an item, I think it's for a character named Rubik, that is uh, currently worth... uh, I'm going to find it. But yeah, these these items are insanely... Well, it converts into Steam money. Mm -hmm. So if you sell any of these... Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you how much it's worth. So you can sell these items on the Steam marketplace if people are looking for them. Uh Uh-huh. And get all that money into your Steam account and basically just buy a bunch of games with it. Okay. Which I've done in the past. I've sold items for like, I had an item that was worth like 30 bucks. So I sold that item and I bought a game with it, which is cool because I got that item for free basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so this Rubik item is worth $577 on the marketplace. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's, I've seen people have it and those people are usually pro players. Uh, sometimes people put a ton of money into this game, um, but yeah, almost almost six hundred dollars. Wow! And yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty nuts. But at the same time, some of these things you might get for free. There's uh, in the battle pass right now. There there's an item that's a baby Roshan, which is the like Baron Nasher in League. Okay, thank is, you, thank you. <laughs> which uh, Roshan and Nasher, they're they're anagrams of each other. Anyway, ah, you mentioned that you know with the league and uh, Dota. Yeah, so there, there's a, there's a couple there. things that they and those are the you know if you kill Roche or Roshan, um, you get a buff, and then mm-hmm. if you kill Baron Nasher, you get a buff. Um, but basically, if you get this little baby Roshan, you can't sell it right away. 
but it's probably going to be worth like $800. Wow. And there's always a chance that you could get it in the the treasures, which are basically like loot crates. Sure, almost. sure. Okay. Um, But yeah, no, it's uh, like I made a, a couple hundred, but then again, I've also put money into this game. So it's probably not coming out even. I'm probably still losing money in this game. <laughs> but it's it's fun just because there's so many things that you can get. And, mm-hmm. I uh, actually we have a question from chat here uh, from Kiro Nightbow, and he wants to know how would you consider the community of Dota versus League and Heroes of the Storm? Ooh, all right. So I don't know much about Heroes of the Storm. Um, I was trying. I was gonna maybe get one of my friends to play with me just to kind of mess around. And you see realize I play Heroes, right? I know, I know, but I my buddy <laughs> Austin is like my my go to guy. Oh, um, I'm sorry, Chase. Um, <laughs> no, but, uh, what I've realized is both communities are toxic. They're awful. They're mm-hmm. awful communities, but I feel like there's a sense of in league, I've noticed a lot more people flaming you every single game. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just because I'm, I was bad at league because I don't think I was bad. I had some really good games and I was doing really well in a lot of them but they'll still flame you for doing like one dumb thing in Dota. There's more like, you know, being called a racial slur oh, or, okay. you know, so it's like, and I, and I feel like in both communities, they have different types of toxic. The issue is with, I mean, the nice thing about Dota, I don't know if it, can you mute people in league? Uh, no, not that I'm aware yeah. of. I mean, They're I, nice- haven't played in a while though the nice thing about dota is as soon as somebody calls you the you know the r word or the n word all you have to do is just mute them and then you just play the game oh damn so it's one of those things and what's nice about dota is you have the the microphone you can actually use mic in game Mm. and you can mute that too like if you don't want to talk to anybody so there's even a setting in the in the game that's like mute all incoming messages blah 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 during a game because you could just play by yourself like it obviously the communication is an aspect of the game but if somebody's being a you know complete idiot then mm-hmm. just mute them oh, um, you, you can call them you know you you, you can swear here swear here this is an 18 and up podcast so <laughs> i know but i, I still want to you know still wanna <laughs> keep a level of professionalism because there's <laughs> other things that i might talk about that might require professionalism oh. um but but yeah i feel like they're both toxic in their own right and sometimes it's it's the worst. It's just the worst no matter where you go. And I feel like maybe the least toxic community is probably Smite because it's harder to type in that game sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're playing against console people because they don't they can't type, I don't think. Um, so if you're going to play a least toxic MOBA, I would probably suggest Smite because I, I doubt Heroes of the Storm is nice either. Um, um Heroes is yeah i mean i feel like fortnite kind of took away a lot of the toxicity from heroes so i'm kind of glad for that i'm so glad fortnite was made because all the 12 year olds left dota yeah it's great (laughs) yeah it's absolutely like it's a blessing and a curse because i'm not such a fan of fortnite because i think it's overblown and it's you know garbage yeah well it's (laughs) listen when i first saw that game announced I was excited because before that had a battle royale mode, right. the actual like tower defense esque 
gameplay mm-hmm. looked rad, but nobody plays that <laughs> because right. it's not free to play that game mode. And it was it was one of those things like when it was announced, I was like, oh my god, guys, you want to get this game? And they were like, yeah, sure. And then Battle Royale came out, and then we played that a little bit, and we were like, wow, this is absolutely dumb. Mm-hmm. And and I think you know that's that's one of those things that, like I said the reason people keep coming back to league and the reason people keep coming back to dota is the complexity of it i feel like with fortnite and stuff like that you can only go so far with the game mechanics you can only go so far with you know gameplay Mm -hmm. like they're adding stuff cool but at the same time you can only go so far because the skill ceiling never changes it's never oh i'm learning something new it's oh i gotta be the last one to live Mm -hmm. so and that's why i think league and dota have more of a a presence in esports than games like Fortnite. You mm-hmm. know? So on that, yeah. actually, um, so uh, something that was actually brought up that I kind of wanted to make a question out of. So in games like Heroes, the team can carry if you are sucking, and in League, if you do bad, you can't really carry on that. In Dota, do you have the ability to help carry on that, or how does that work? What's what I like about Dota, and this is another thing. Anybody can carry. It's so in league, there's if you're playing a support character, people are gonna expect you to support. If you try to do anything other than support with a certain character, mm-hmm. people will flame you immediately. Mm-hmm. And trust me, I've tried to do that because I was getting bored with league and I was like, all right, let let me do let me do Janna carry or you know, ADC. And people don't like that. Right. With Dota, I feel like anything is possible. And even if you're so usually on the map, so there's three lanes like mm-hmm. league. Um, and those three lanes are made up of a core and a support, a mid player mm-hmm. and a carry and a support. Mm-hmm. Usually uh, we don't really have the jungle anymore. We used to, uh, but they kind of nerfed it and nobody goes there anymore. So it's two, one, two usually. And so let's say you're, you're carry who's, doing absolutely poor sure is having a rough time he can still buy wards and people won't flame him for that and if the support is doing really well like let's say you're just having like a really good support game you can buy carry items and carry your team Mm -hmm. because everything kind of the items kind of balance everything out so like if you're doing really well you're getting the farm that you need you can go carry like you know, and that, and that's one of those things. Like when you're playing with like a bunch of rando people, if they're not doing well, just you know, mm-hmm. take the farm from them. Who cares? You know, it's. I mean, they might care. I would the think they time, would, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, you can still like. There's been games where I have terrible games, mm-hmm. but everybody else is doing well. So as long as I'm supporting them, buying the right items, I can still help them do even better. So, it's it's very much like. And and what's interesting about it is you can buy different items each game. You don't you're not going to have the same items each game. Mm-hmm. Um, they have recommended builds for characters, but at the same time, you don't have to like whatever. Okay. Um, so and I I think that's you know one of the one of the benefits of you know playing Dota is like you don't if one person is doing really well, like on the enemy team, mm-hmm. if you kill that person first, they're doomed. <laughs> So if you all team up on this one person and manage to get like a pickoff or, you know, you just get a really good fight, then 
you'll be a okay and you can you know kind of figure things out from there it really depends you know okay sometimes sometimes at minute two you might be having a really horrible game and you're like no this is probably over (laughs) so you know Actually, on that note, we have a question in chat from Moldy. Uh, Moose, what is one character that when you see it picked, you just know it's going to be a long haul game? <laughs> uh, techies. Uh, so if you know about League, you know about Teemo. Okay. Teemo and Techies are of the same vein of Ah, uh, Okay. They're the, they're the same. So Hidden poison mushrooms everywhere. Hidden mines everywhere. Uh, um so the thing about techies um is techies wasn't in pro games for the longest time because he wasn't fixed (laughs) he wasn't nerfed enough mm -hmm. and every time they nerfed him he was still good because he's stupid so his base mechanic is uh he places mines he places remote mines which he can detonate at any point even when he's dead Mm mm-hmm he has stasis mines, which uh, stun people, and then he has a, a move that basically is a suicide. Mm-hmm. But it does a lot of damage, and it silences everybody so they can't use their abilities. So the thing about techies is, if your techies isn't, if the enemy techies isn't like a crazy good techies, you're going to be there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my longest game is probably 130 minutes. Oh my god, over two hours? Wow. Yeah, and it was a techies game. And that's because he places these mines that you can't see until you get close to them or have vision for them, like sentry wards, which, you know, mm-hmm. make invisible things visible. Mm-hmm. Um, if he's in the game, you're probably going to be in the game for a long time, unless he's either really bad or really good. If he's in the middle, you have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> So, because if he's really bad, all he's going to do the whole game is mine everything. Uh-huh. And you're going to need vision for all that, and people are going to die, and it's it's just explosions everywhere. It's He's probably the worst hero to play against when you're a support, because mm-hmm. you will die a lot, and it's it's really depressing. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Fair enough. Okay, uh, we have another question in chat here. Um, who is your dark horse character? That one character that you think is super underutilized and is way stronger than players want to admit. Oh boy. Um, I think, God, that's a tough question. Um, there's, I'm trying to think of one, one hero that I always like do really well on. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say there's a, there's a hero called Lone Druid. And he's basically hi kitty cat. Um, I have he's my basically, dog. I know <laughs> he's basically two heroes in one. Um, so he's a he's a guy. He's a little guy, mm-hmm. and then he has a bear, and the bear has a lot of health, and the bear is usually what's going to be attacking things. Okay. Uh, the fun the fun thing about him is like you're you're micromanaging two different characters, so you're using the bear to attack one person while you attack another person, or you know, vice versa. You're like swapping back and forth. And I think the thing that makes him difficult is because of that is because of like, all right, well, he's easily countered. You know, he's, you know, very, as long as you're focusing the dude and not the bear, he's probably going to die. But I feel like people don't do well against him just because of some of his abilities are like, so 
he's he's very versatile, and I I think all the the heroes in uh, Dota are crazy like versatile in terms of what you can do with them. Right. But I I just I feel like Lone Druid is one of those you know people aren't picking him right now even, but he's still good. You just have to know how to use him. So. So here's another question from chat. This is from Kahan Kuko. Oh. Yeah, we got people right. that are really interested in hearing you speak. Oh, my God. <laughs> so uh, what do you think about HOTS, Heroes of the Storm, getting the axe? What was that? I, you cut out. Oh, I said, what do you think of Heroes of the Storm getting the axe? Getting the axe? Yeah, getting, getting uh, cut. And no longer, they're no longer being developed by Blizzard. They've officially cut development team. They've cut the esports team. All of that. I think Blizzard sucks. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay that out right here. Um, I think Blizzard is one of those companies. They're pulling a valve right now, but the issue is they don't have enough to keep them going. So what happened with Valve is they stopped really making games, unless you count Art- Artifact, but mm-hmm. we don't count Artifact. Um. <laughs> They stopped making games, but they had Steam, and they have a ton of money. They have Jesus money, as what people have been calling it. You can do anything if you're in Valve. Mm. But the issue with Blizzard is they stopped making games. They don't really have like a service like Steam, and they're cutting jobs. They're cutting funding on certain things. The only thing that's keeping them going right now is the certain amount of people that are playing WoW and people who play overwatch and that's it Mm -hmm. and that's the problem because they're you know they're they're cutting hots and i understand hots probably wasn't the best i feel like it didn't develop as an esport enough Mm -hmm. um because most of the things you're you're thinking about lcs you're thinking about the international for dota wait wait Um, lcs what does that stand for remember like i'm five the the league uh champion series i think it's called so the League of Legends. So League of Legends has their tournaments that are really popular that get a ton of people in. Um, Dota has the international and the majors that bring a ton of people in and a ton of revenue in. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hots kind of didn't have that. They didn't have a developed enough community to where it could have a pro scene necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of disappointing because I feel like we need more competition in there to make these games try harder to keep because like if there's a decent amount of heavy competition you can make all of them grow and that's and that's what's nice and i think that's what was happening for a while we had hots we had you know smite came into the came into play dota league we had these mobas that were out there and they were pushing each other to be better which meant we could have esports which is one of those things that's, you know, it's it's crazy to me that, you know, people like you might see 10,000 people in a stadium watching 10 sweaty nerds playing a video game. <laughs> like Do you It's, it's crazy. On you know. that actually on that note, on that note. Um sorry to cut you off, but no, uh it's it's related, I promise. Do you feel <laughs> that uh Dota is sort of responsible for esports becoming as big as it is? I think Maybe it started it off, I feel. I feel like Dota and uh, StarCraft mm-hmm. were really the games that brought esports kind of forward. StarCraft is dead, though. Right. So I feel like because Dota is still going, it's kind of propelling it forward. Um, 
But I feel like, again, the healthy competition between league and Dota, like you were either a league player or a Dota player. Most people were a league player, but people were still playing Dota and people who left league would go to Dota. Mm-hmm. And people who were really good at Dota would go to league. And it was it was a good balance of, you know, we have these two competing giants. Now they don't really like compete because it's a different community. Right. And there's less of a there's less of a need to compete because they're both rolling in money. So it they really they're just like, all right, we're here. Um but I feel like Dota kind of started off like the, you know, because Dota came out, Dota All Stars came out, and then Dota 2 came out. And uh it just kind of made things work because after Dota All Stars League became a thing and then Dota 2 became a thing. Mm-hmm. So really you know it was a it 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 might have started things it's it's really hard to say i i feel like starcraft still is one of those games that helped bring esports kind of like up a little bit sure and then, because there's no interest in it anymore it's just you know it's gone so for sure and i so actually on that note um everybody only talks about dota 2 i feel like everybody only talks about dota 2 i've never heard anybody talk about just Dota, OG Dota. <laughs> so, uh, why do we not talk about the original Dota anymore? Is- uh, I feel like the only the only uh, you know thing that you're gonna hear about from original Dota is the characters that get introduced in Dota Two. Because mm-hmm. what it started out as is Dota was a broken mess. Mm-hmm. Things were very unbalanced. They didn't have as big of a team because it was literally like a few dudes Mm. working on a mod for warcraft right so what happened was is it was like all right so they're gonna have you know like i forget how many heroes dota started out with Mm -hmm. but all these heroes were like really broken like if you just got like one item it made them impossible to kill but then again everybody being broken meant it wasn't like a broken game like it was kind of balanced but but I feel like the only reason that you're going to talk about the original Dota is to represent how Dota 2 gets new characters mm-hmm. and stuff like that and where the lore comes from. Because there's a lot of lore behind Dota and Dota 2 mm-hmm. um, that people might not look into. Like, they're just playing a game. But there's a lot of, like, these characters have backstories. They have, like, interactions with each other. Mm-hmm. They talk in game. Even Artifact, as much of it is a, kind of a meme now because it's not that great of a game. Um, it brought a lot of lore to the table. It introduced new characters. And I feel like because Dota and Dota All-Stars was, the, it was kind of like the beta period of mm-hmm. what would become the full game of Dota 2. Um, there's probably never going to be a Dota 3. I would guess not, unless they're going to move it to the new uh, operating system, or not operating system, but the new... Uh, what am I, what's the word I'm thinking of? The engine? Yeah. They're going to move it to the next engine that they work on, mm-hmm. which is totally possible that they'll do that, but they'll probably still, it'll be Dota 2. It's not going to change um, because the core concept is still the same, but, you know, it's just not a mod anymore. Basically, Dota 2 is the full official release okay. of a game. So, yeah. Fair, fair. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of people talking about how there's a lot of hackers uh, in certain different games, such as CSGO and Quake and uh, Team Fortress 2. Do you have a lot of hacker problems in Dota 2? We 
I feel like with VAC, the VAC bands, mm -hmm. you don't see it as much. There's still scripting every now and then. Uh, scripting is the uh, art of using just like a code that would, it's an outside mod that would basically do the controls for you. Mm -hmm. So if somebody's about to attack you with something, it knows instantly how to react. And it's it's amazing that people go through, the, what people go through lengths to win games. It's crazy. Um, but I feel like the only issue that Dota really hits now is people using new accounts when they're really good. Because we've been seeing that a lot lately. Uh, there was recently a purge of Smurf accounts is what they're called. Mm -hmm. um, the accounts that are being, that are either bought or they're like really small accounts, like boosted accounts that might be being used um, where people who are way too good at the game and spend way too much time on this game just want to win so they'll use a like a lower level account so that they'll get matched with lower level people and absolutely destroy everything we've had that happen uh, a lot lately and i feel like that's the only real issue that we have scripting comes up maybe once every like 200 300 games oh goodness so okay it, it's not it's not really a problem anymore because steam is pretty good about back bands it's pretty good about discovering you know oh hey this guy's using hacks you know they're really good about that but mm -hmm. At the same time, it's you never you never know. It's sometimes people might be using them and you can't tell just because they're really bad at the game. So fair enough. Okay, well, I think this is a good point where we can start to sort of. Uh, there's two more things that I want to get from you. Uh, first okay. thing is it, I always call it the elevator pitch portion. So somebody comes up to you and says, "Moose." Dude, I know that you've been really into Dota and stuff. I really wanted to pick it up. What are like five things that I can do to to actually, you know, play the game and play it well? Uh, and then the second thing I need from you is um, five, maybe too many. Let's say three. Uh, so we'll say three things. And then uh, I want you to just talk about you, your stream, uh, your band, everything. Just all self-promo corner on that one. All right. Um, so the first thing, Dota. Uh, three things. Basically, if you can find people to play with and play it consistently with, do that. Mm -hmm. uh, that's one of those things that having people to play this with, I have a lot of friends that just play Dota, and that's the only multiplayer game that we touch half the time. And I've met a lot of cool people through my stream. Uh, our friend Batman, um, who plays Dota with us. We found out we played Dota. We played TF2 together, but we started playing Dota. Mm -hmm. And just getting involved... My friend is the one that got me, and my friend Tom uh, got me into Dota. I was like, hey, there's this other MOBA that's not League that you might be wanting to play. And I was like, cool. So now I have 3,000 hours in it. Um, just finding like a group of people that you can play. Because if you have five full people, you can communicate better as a team because you're in Discord or sure. you know, you're in whatever you're using. Um, another thing, don't be afraid to lose. Uh, one of the things that even my buddy Tom he has an issue with leaving a game before it's even finished because he's upset. And then, one, that's not going to make you better. And two, that's just going to make you seem like a bitter little bitch. Um, <laughs> Damn, that call no out on no, Tom. <laughs> no offense, Tom, but sometimes you're a little bitter bitch. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just don't be afraid to lose. Don't be afraid to try new things with it because you could play a game where you're playing what would be a support character and you could play carry. Just do whatever you want just have fun with it because it's otherwise you're not gonna you're not gonna enjoy yourself right um and 
yeah, I guess third would be have fun with it because it's, it's a game. People, mm-hmm. people take it way too seriously sometimes, but honestly, just, you know, pick a character you think you might like and try it out. And if you do well on it, try to get better at it mm-hmm. and then you keep getting better at it. And, and I guess, well, I, I have one, maybe one other thing. Pick Pudge. Just pick Pudge. You'll <laughs> Pudge. have fun every game. You'll you'll pick Pudge and you'll have fun every game that you play because you're going to be throwing a hook and just having fun, like hooking people and eating them, and it's it's a blast. He's the most picked hero in Dota, so you know something's you know Fair. something's good with him. So he's like stitches, um, I guess, huh? Yeah, he's just he's that hero that everybody picks even when he's not good <laughs> because he's just fun to play and he's he. Like literally, he's if you know Blitzcrank from League, yeah, just imagine that. But you can throw hooks a lot more and you can just run at people and rot yourself to death. So, um, he's just fun, he's just a fun, uh, a fun motherfucker to play. No, um, and then, uh, so about me, yes, uh, my, here we go. Self promo, my name's Sir Mooseword. Uh, I stream on Twitch very rarely now, I used to stream a lot more. Uh, the issue is I've just been so busy with my other things that I've been doing, which one has been uh, getting better at casting, so I'm going to be streaming casting as well. Um, and then uh, doing uh, voice acting stuff, which is another thing that I've I've been very passionate about, uh, including I did a voice pack for a, a character, but it's not like official or anything. Oh, I didn't even yeah, know I just, that. Just messing around. You probably have seen it maybe. Um, but uh, it's a really fun thing that I do in my spare time. Uh, as Chiz has mentioned, and as she played at the beginning of this, uh, I am in a band. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a show this weekend that uh, I don't know if I'm actually going to be able to play for because I just got full time at work. Um, oh boy. But we also have an EP coming out of seven songs that will be out by the end of this summer. Yay. Uh, so that's very interesting. And uh, yeah, I do casting for a group called MGCS, which is the mind game challenger series. We do uh, Dota as well as the amateur Dota two league. I also do casting for that every now and then. Um, and yeah, so it's a, it's a fun time. Uh, if you like, if you're interested in Dota and you want to see what it's all about, you can watch my stream. Or if you just want to see me mess around in sandbox games or um, maybe play Legend of Zelda every now and then, uh, I also do that. Um, but yeah, that's me. I'm Sir Moose Word. I'm a, I'm a piece of shit sometimes. Stop but. it. You're adorable. You know that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so we just gave him that shout out in our chat as well. Go give him a Aww. follow. He deserves it. We're also going for being a guest. I'm going to make you VIP on the channel. So thank you. I wasn't VIP before this. I mean, you were supposed you weren't even subbed anyway, so <laughs> I don't have money to sub. I'm broke. I'm broke as hell. I can't sub every month. Fun fact: my friend still subs to me every month, even though he doesn't even watch my streams, and he completely forgot about it. Womp. He's like, yeah, whatever. Womp. Hey, whatever. An extra two fifty in your bank, right? <laughs> whatever. Every every like certain number of years i'll have a hundred dollars coming my way oh god okay well moose i really appreciate you being here and talking to us especially uh you know i kind of i got i kind of got a hold of you very last minute so i thank you so much for dropping your plans and kind of being here Um, yeah i literally just stopped playing dota to to talk about dota so (laughs) i guess that works tomato tomato right yeah exactly 
All right, Cheesecake Factory, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to switch over to Twitch Things, so this should be fun. And, oh, yes, so, Moose, thank you again so much for being here. We have you shouted out in our chat. Please go give him a follow. He deserves all the love. Sinner and the Saint is also on Spotify, YouTube, um, and Moose will be sure to tell you all about it, I'm sure. 